This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Geist Note, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramon! Episode 43. I'm Susie. And I'm Ivy. And we are in the treehouse. I love this place. There's a storm moving this way. Oh, is that why I had a migraine this morning? Yes. Well, and it's interesting because usually storms don't go east to west here. They go west to east or from north to south. But usually it's west to east. So the fact that this is going the other way is a little weird, too. So the pressure Mm -hmm. in the system is crazy. And Hurricane Ida, I'm sure, is contributing to all of this. Coming ashore is a a Category 4, or it has come ashore as Category 4, and it has not weakened. It It has come ashore. Katrina hit 16 years ago today as a Category 3. I had no idea you were so knowledgeable about hurricanes. Well, I've been really worried about Julia. Mm. So I've been... That's fair. Yeah, keeping an eye on her, and she's struggling. She's in Baton Rouge, but the hurricane is headed to Baton Rouge, and she's really worried about her house. She's got all her animals. Uh, she, she has dogs and, I think, a cat. But, um, you know, they're all in a safe place. But, yeah, I was like, oh, man. I just remember how traumatic Katrina was, and I worried that Ida's stronger, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I just been keeping an eye on her and she's doing okay so far. So, so far so good. I haven't heard any news out of the area other than like they're having like a 16 foot storm surge, which is gigantic because uh, they're right I don't know any of the on words the you're saying to me. <laughs> so whereas I sea- didn't know you were a storm chaser in <laughs> I, your spare time. I'm not. So sea level it's just zero, but storm surge, it went up 15, 16 feet, and oh. it goes way inland and stuff, and it's just, it could cause a lot of damage, so hopefully it hasn't, but anyway, I'll keep, I'll keep checking on her, keep you, keep you informed, if you want to know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for updating me. You're welcome. So, let's hop right into obsessions. Yeah. Tell me about it. Um... I got, I went to Ikea and I got it. Well, I went to Ikea and I saw a refrigerator. It's 14 cubic foot. It's small. And I think it might actually be smaller than your refrigerator here. But your refrigerator is a perfectly normal size. My old one? No, mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. So I think mine is a little smaller. Yours is a good, a really good size. It's a great size. Why you said it like that? Oh, I'm sorry. Because apartment size refrigerators are smaller than like a standard home size refrigerator. But it's the perfect size refrigerator, like honestly. So anyways, I got it and I um, plugged it in like you're supposed to do. You're supposed to let it plug in and um, like come to temperature for like eight hours. And it was screaming hot, like hot to the touch, like hot enough that I was worried about it. And I called tech support right away. And I was like... (laughs) I, I, it was a 45-minute wait 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like debating whether or not I should unplug it. What like what should I do? And um, I finally get the person on the phone and he's like, okay, we can send somebody out like next Thursday. And I'm like, okay, well, in the meantime, do I need to unplug it? And he's like, oh, no, it could just be that there's like a a piece of styrofoam or something in there. And I was like, so it could catch on fire. Is that what you're trying to tell me? And he was like, oh, no, 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 it should be fine. It should be fine. Well, within a couple hours, I think it was just hot because it was working hard to come to temperature. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it was working so hard, but it was because a couple hours later, the sides and stuff were cool to the touch and the back of it was like normal warm, like a refrigerator would be. And I was just like, why didn't you tell me that you dumb dummy? Like (laughs) it could just be some styrofoam that's, that's in there somewhere. Are you kidding me? Like the back of it is airtight basically. Yeah. So anyways, my only gripe is that it's, (laughs) I love it so much. It is the perfect size, but it is, it's low to the ground. Like I'm going to need to make a little stand. I did look on Amazon and there are refrigerator stands, interestingly enough, that you can get that raise it like maybe five inches, which is exactly what I want. I was thinking I would use two by fours and a little piece of um, plywood to to make a stand. So I might buy this one because it is stable. It's got four feet. It's not like it's on rollers or anything, but the bottom of it's open it's you know it's like these triangles that form this stand and then it's open so that it's got airflow if you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so um a lot of people buy them like if they've got like a mini fridge on a carpet they'll buy them to raise it up off the carpet so I think I might get one of those it supposedly can hold like a washing machine or a dishwasher or whatever so it can hold this little refrigerator that I got why do you need it raised? You're little. I, <laughs> it's just because I think, and it could just be in my head, I'm not doing anything right away, but um, I just, I have to bend down real far to get into it. I see. Yeah. If it was opposite, like refrigerator top, freezer bottom, it would be fine, but it's freezer top like a normal one. But mm-hmm. anyways, it's great. It's, it's awesome. I love it. So far, so good. With their refrigerator after what could have been a major meltdown. <laughs> I'm glad it recovered. Yeah. Thank goodness. Indeed. Yeah. So then the other thing I've been obsessing about is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and every all the drama going on with Erica Jane. There is some wild stuff. It is crazy. And we're watching things like unfold on the show. As we're also watching the aftermath still unfolding in real time. Yeah. And I think that that's what's so crazy. And it was really interesting to learn uh, basically the entire cast consulted lawyers about Erica while they were filming. And Sutton was the only one who was ballsy enough to mention it. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Dorit, you know, backing up Sutton 100%. And then when she sees Erica, is like, oh, you know, we all love you and support you. And we don't think that this is whatever. And Garcelle was all, that's not what you said last night. <laughs> I love, listen, Garcelle is becoming one of my favorite people on the show. She does not care about these ladies. So she doesn't care what she says to them. Like, 
It, she was on the Andy radio show. On, oh, yeah. On, I saw. I retweeted it. Did you retweet mm-hmm. it? Where... And I don't know who the host was. Was it Andy? I couldn't tell the voice. Um, I, I wasn't paying that much attention. I just was listening to her be like. So the person says, uh, you know, were you being like dismissive or shady or whatever towards Dorit? Like, why does Dorit feel this way? Mm-hmm. And Garcelle's all because I was. She- <laughs> I, was like, I don't know why you're looking at me to quote it. I didn't pay that much um, attention. <laughs> yeah, no, she's all because I was. And she's like 100% like she absolutely was like i was being that way yeah but i think she was trying to hold dreet accountable for the things that she said the night before yeah you know and don't leave sutton hanging like that yeah and so i think well i haven't watched as much of this season i have it all recorded i kind of pick and choose which episodes i want to watch um but i they are (laughs) they are mean to sutton like, they set her up mm-hmm. to just be this, like, ditzy, dumb, why did you say that person? Mm-hmm. When Sut- I feel like Sutton really is very smart. Like, oh, yeah. And that bitch is loaded. Like, oh, yeah. Like, she's rich. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She's real rich. Yeah, she is real so- rich and she is real smart. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, um, you guys are kind of mean to her and... I saw this breakdown of like who the most, who the housewives with the most net worth are. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Kyle's at the top of the list, but one of the whoever's at the very top, I've never even seen her. Like she was in one episode of the OC, I want to say. Okay. Or maybe like a season or an episode. No, one season. Yeah, uh-huh. you're right. One season of OC, I think, or Beverly Hills, one of the two. I want to say it was that girl who was like. But that was, I think, on the OC, and she was on more than one season. Hmm. The tiny little girl who was like tan with brown hair, big teeth. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was thinking that too, that it might have been her. But I don't think it's her because it's somebody else who's like divorced and oh, I can't remember. Okay. Anyways, and then like number two is obviously no. Well, number one is Kathy Hilton, but dude, <laughs> number two is this girl who I was like, who are you? And then it's like, uh kyle's like third or fourth i can't remember i think kyle's um wealth is well a lot of it is acting stuff but the agency is worth a ton of money yeah Yeah. i and that her husband and and her of course but have built from nothing yeah and i was i'm just amazed and you know when they they do um million dollar listing Mm -hmm. la i'm shocked that the agency isn't on it more yeah. But I, I wonder if it's because everybody knows Mauricio from Beverly Hills. So they feel like that that's a story that they don't have to tell. Yeah. You know, but he's super well respected and, and really good. And he's opened up agencies like there's one in Mexico and there's, you know, a couple in different places. And um, it's amazing to see what he's done. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I've but I was reading about the. Um, I can't remember how much Kathy Hilton is worth, but she's worth a lot of money. She's a lot of money. She's fantastic. This was cracking me up because when the episode where Erica was like, I think I have a house down here, but I don't know. Like, I don't know the address or anything. And Uh Kyle's like, well, let me go get like the homeowners association directory. Right. And Kathy's like, why don't you just call and say, I have a house down here, but I don't know where it is. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, I think Kathy might be the only person who could, 
get away with saying something like that. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> She's so great. And, you know, they talked about how, and, and I had heard this too, when Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was starting, it was supposed to be the three sisters and their oh. friends. But Kathy and Kyle were in a rift. Mm-hmm. And so, and it was, I guess, a decade long yeah, they've been fighting for a long time. Yeah. And so this last episode, they kind of addressed addressed it mm-hmm. and addressed um, some of the issues. And it, it's cute because they both talked about, like, how much they love each other and Aww. how they both are sad that they lost all that time together. And it hopefully it won't happen again. But, you know, Kathy had some real true feelings about what was going on and um she had to work her way through them you know weren't they mad at kyle for making that show they were well and that was part of it but it that's not how it started oh and i can't remember how it started but i just remember on the old seasons that they would always talk about like how yeah how mad her sisters were at her for making this show right about their lives yeah and although kyle's like it's just based on it's not really you know and um Kathy was like, even though you say based on people are interpret that as this, you're telling stories from your life and it made our mom look bad and our mom was not bad, you know, and although their mom was a stage mom, you know, both sisters were actresses and um, Disney was terrible, you know, and, and I think we've all learned late way later you know, even after like Hannah Montana and stuff that how terrible Disney was to their child actors. And so you can see why Kyle and um, what's her name? The other one? Kim. Kim would be a little bit upset about (laughs) (laughs) their childhood. (laughs) But anyway, this, this season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has been, has been a little wild. It's been interesting. Um, And I still wonder how much, Erica knew and how and because the timing of her leaving Tom and stuff looking back seems real shady and I think it seemed shady when it happened like and I don't I mean I know that she got mad at Garcelle for calling her out on it mm-hmm. but Garcelle had a valid point like if I knew that my husband had all these issues and I was like you know what I need to get out of here yeah I would too oh yeah and I think she knows where more of the money is than she's saying oh I'm sure I I 100% agree with that yeah and like the well the last one I watched they were like what do you mean you don't know where it is like just get the forensic team to figure it out right yeah they will yeah and Sutton was like I have a good one I can tell you about like oh shoot yeah no because seriously <laughs> like Sutton is really I mean that's what she had to do with her ex-husband she kind of laid it out like what she had to do and these forensic detectives with especially in regards to money and where it's gone and stuff because Sutton had to like clear herself mm-hmm. of some things you know not that her ex-husband Uh, was in any legal trouble, but she had to clear herself and be able to show where things were so that they could get a settlement and an agreement in place and move on with their lives. Yeah. So yeah. Amazing. The, um, reunion films next month. I read. Okay. And that I would like to see. Yeah. I don't know, but it's kind of like, you can't really say everything you want to like. True. You can't say everything you want to say because there's some of it. She just can't 
Right. Talk can't about. Talk about. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. So it'll be. It'll be continue. So the not just that part kind of is interesting with what they are saying, mm-hmm. like with what they, what they can talk about mm-hmm. versus what they can't, because what they are talking about is some pretty spicy stuff anyway. So yeah, and they showed. Um, Dang that police officer just whipped around that corner. Whoop. Um, they showed like a deleted scene as I was kids. They they show like the the oh, extras. Two of them. Ooh. ooh. Dun dun dun. Uh oh drama in the quad i love it (laughs) (laughs) um and sutton had some uh interesting things to say but the way that they edited it out like some of that stuff needed to stay in there yeah because it tells a more complete story i think i saw the tweets about that something about like sutton offered erica money and that's why she was freaking out a little bit oh that's what it was was she had offered her a loan yeah. Yeah. And that's why she was worried that she might get into trouble yeah, is yeah, because yeah. she had offered her because when she was going through her divorce, somebody had offered her money. She ended up not needing to take it. But yeah. So anyway. yeah, and I saw these tweets that were like, they should have left that in because that that told more of the story of like what was going on with why Sutton was so worried and mm-hmm. not just like Sutton was being like, I can't be around you. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately, when you're in a place where you're hurting and stuff, you're going to lash out at that. Like Erica, like you heard her say, you know, miss, I'm too good to associate with you. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't the case at all. And Sutton just like looked at her and was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. If that's what you got from that, that's not where I was coming from at all. Yeah. You know, but and she, and I think Sutton also knew she's like, there was no winning in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next episode, they're having another dinner where she and Eric have that knockdown kind of drag out fight where. Oh, good. Yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. It's the one. <laughs> so. All right. Okay. Somebody was asking me the other day. They were like, so what do you like to watch? And I was like, actually, I've I started watching like a lot less TV than I used to. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm exhausted when I get home from work. Number two. I've really picked up on read. I like I read all the time now. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but when I do watch TV, like I really want to watch just the trashiest of trashy reality TV because it makes me feel better. So oh, for sure. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, like, um, like Bachelor in Paradise, and I was like, no, like Real Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't care so much about these like fake dating set- setups. I want this like. Yeah. Juicy. You people are too rich to have like real issues. And so this is what you've created for yourselves problems. Like, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, I was cracking up because I was watching Um, like I just turned on my DVR list the other day just to see what I had recorded and a bunch of episodes of the first 48. Nice. Were, yeah. Of course. So I start watching like just these gruesome <laughs> murder shows and you know, trying to figure it out and this whole thing. And, and in the meantime, I've got this book that looks like it's going to be a little scary for me to read that French girl or whatever. Oh yeah. And I'm afraid to pick it up because if I start reading it and I get sucked in and I scare myself, it's so much scarier than just watching it on TV because I'm reading the words and my imagination is, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, Okay, I will pick up this book and read it. But in the meantime, I'm going to watch the first 48. I um, <laughs> I read this book that had me so scared all night. I stayed up. I stayed up. all. Well, I was going to stay up anyway because my insomnia is back. But um, 
I was up like all night reading this book and it was so freaking scary. And now like now when I'm processing it, I'm like, it probably wasn't that scary, but because I was like, I was tired and I was reading and it was like so much scarier in my head mm-hmm. than the words were. Mm-hmm. But I was invested. Like I had to see it through because I had to make sure they were going to be fine. <laughs> and yeah. I saw this TikTok where this girl was like, oh, this, these are all the books that I didn't sleep all night reading. And that was one of the books. And I was like, whoo, boy, was I. Yeah. Glad was you weren't I the only also one. <laughs> up all night reading this book because I was horrified about what was going to happen at the end. But um it, it is like, and it's weird though, because I will read the book, but I can't watch it. Oh, interesting. Like I can't, I don't know. Something about it being a book and me knowing it's a book. And so like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But watching it on a screen makes it, I don't know, more real for my brain. And so my, like, I can't handle that. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I did the other day, um, have the urge to watch my once yearly scary movie. Oh, okay. And so I texted the group chat and Brian, Brian was like, well, approximately how long do you think that that's going to last? And Katie was like, not long. And Brian was like, well, because, and I was like, why? And he was like, because Halloween Kills comes out in September. And I, that's what I want to go take. That's what I want us all to go watch. Oh. And I was like, um, I don't know that I'm down for Halloween Kills. And Katie's like. Yeah, Ivy can't watch that. And Brian was like, why? It's great. In the last one, he knocked this guy's teeth out and then he threw them over the bathroom stall to scare her. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm really down for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't think that's really what I meant for like. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is about teeth, but they freak me yeah. out. Like when we saw the Blair Witch Project... And like one of the the things that they found was like this little nest of twigs and teeth and stuff. Ew! What? I just I can't I cannot uh-uh. I cannot because in my head that means that somebody was tortured and the teeth were taken out and yeah, yeah. they were uh uh-uh, uh I cannot do it. Yeah, I can't do it either. No, no, no. no. Teeth already freak me out to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> and when that. Oh gosh, no. Yeah, I'm not really down for it. I'm not really down for it, but we'll see how I'm feeling. No, I mean, I know I'm not. I'm going to have to read every <laughs> single spoiler that ever existed, ever. Yeah, be about prepared. what happens in it. Be and then I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what I did. I guess saying it out loud caused all of my sponsored ads on everything to be that Candyman movie. Oh my gosh. And I can't even get through like. I can't scroll away from it fast enough for it to not start. But mm-hmm. the first like these like bees flying or, or like moving across my screen because they know you're looking at it on a screen. So they've adapted the trailer to start like that. Like, no, I can't do it. Mm. I can't do it. Mm-mm. I'm too big of a chicken. Mm-hmm. 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 I need like a tame scary movie. Not like a not Friday the 13th. Not like a psychological thriller that's going to affect me for a long time. Yeah, like, no. (laughs) Okay, I'm still traumatized from that Mount Everest movie. (laughs) And the total limit, endless limit, vertical limit. That's what it's called. Oh my gosh. Um, Dustin was at a store the other day and he took a picture and sent it to our group chat of like, it was for COVID-19 stuff. It was like, oxygen that you can do yourself like is this little canister 
And I was like, that's some into thin air kind of stuff. And he's like, it's for COVID-19. No. And, and he was like, how do people know their blood oxygen levels? Because I guess Matt posted about his blood oxygen level going down. And I'm all, there's pulse oximeters that you can get. Yeah, at it just goes home. right on your finger. And he was like, oh. And I was like, they work using infrared technology and it bounces off your <laughs> And he's like, oh my gosh, get out of here. <laughs> I was like, I, I am really kind of nerdy, I guess. I took my my um my blood pressure and stuff at work the other day dr kaufman was like are you okay and i was like i'm just checking (laughs) just making sure yeah Uh, yeah i did it the other day Mm -hmm. well i was like um well i can't remember if i already told this story i don't really remember what day it happened on okay anyways um i drank a red bull (laughs) and then i started feeling funny like my my chest was hurting okay and i was like my chest hurts and Katie was like, you're fine. And I was like, no, something's wrong. And she's like, you're fine. And then I said it like one more time and she was like, fine. And she like sticks her Apple watch on my wrist and she presses the button and she's like, why is your pulse 132? And I was like, I uh, told you I'm uh, not okay. <laughs> I told you. So I was like, I told are you, you. going to lay off and then, on the Red Bull? That's not the moral of the story. Anyways, then Katie was like, <laughs> I was like, I told you. And she was like, well, sometimes you're dramatic. <laughs> sometimes you are. Sometimes I am. But that time I was really trying to say <laughs> something was wrong. Oh, man. And then she turned around. She's like, Dr. Patel, you're a doctor. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, is Ivy going to die? And he was like, no, but just like sit down or something. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I'm not going to die. Lay and off the Red Bull. The Red Bull. Oh, yeah. I know it's not just the Red Bull. Yeah. I do know that for sure. But but it did happen right after I drank the Red Bull. Yeah. I, I notice that sometimes um, if I eat something that's more salty than I should should be, uh, I'll feel my pulse start to, you know, get a little dramatic. And I'm like, come on, calm down. So I drink water and it calms down. <laughs> and I don't know. That could all be in my head. But it's, you know. Uh, I do need to be careful with my salt intake, but sometimes that's what I crave. So there you have it. What are you going to do? What are you going to (laughs) do? I have no idea. (laughs) I, um, I don't really have any obsessions because I I haven't thought about anything that I'm obsessed with. You have one written down. Who has time for that really? But, um, there is one that I do. I have been like waiting to get through the whole package of it to see if I really was obsessed with it. And I am. Okay. Okay. It's these makeup wipes from Trader Joe's. And I think they're just like Trader Joe's brand. Mm -hmm. Um, What's that stuff called? Micellar water? Oh, that stuff is great. So I like the Bioderma um, like pump one Mm -hmm. that you can get. um, But I haven't had time to go to the store where they sell that, which Mm -hmm. is not Target. And, um, so I was at Trader Joe's one day and I was like, well, I wonder if these are any good because lately my skin has really been freaking out about certain kind of face wipes. Oh, okay. So I was like, I wonder if these are any good. Cause it just seems like they're just like the micellar water and mm-hmm. that's it. Anyways, it turns out that is all they are. And the oh, storm's here. Yeah. I kept hearing it and I was like, what am I hearing? Um, storm's here. And, uh, so they are really good and they don't That's make awesome. my skin freak out. And they were like $3 for 20 of them. That's not bad. 20 or 30 of them. I can't remember how many were in the package. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they did work very, very well. Cool. So I used the last one today. Mm-hmm. 
last night, I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that kind of is a bummer. But <laughs> now yeah. I have to go to Trader Joe's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I love Trader Joe's. The day I was at Trader Joe's, I was talking to Brian on the phone. And I was like, oh, my gosh. My purse is too big for this cart. And Brian was like, oh, no. Your bougie designer purse is too big for your hipster grocery cart. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Brian. That's like, awesome, hey, Brian. <laughs> this is a real problem right now. Okay. So, did you just walk around with it on your shoulder? No, I finally got it to like sit in the in the kid seat. <laughs> I was so it's like, what the heck? Dang it! Brian was like, oh no, <laughs> that is funny. Um, yeah, that's really my only obsession lately. It's what I've been working with. Yeah. So I have um, like between our last episode and this one, I did work really hard on writing things down as soon as they happened mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't forget. Nice. And yeah, so that has had. <laughs> so I don't know. If you probably did not look at this at all in the two weeks between. But I just had all these notes. And then like yesterday I went through and I sorted. Oh, them. no, I saw it because I went <laughs> to go write something in it. And then I was like, what in the actual hell is happening here? So I was like, I'll just remember. And like I <laughs> yeah. left it like, alone. Like this is a mess. Yeah, I was like, I'm not touching that right now. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, I'll, I'll sort it out later. I could probably use my memo pad. It would be probably better. But <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so I have a friend that we're moving on from obsessions now into what you've been up to because I was on Facebook and this just shocked me so hard. Mm-hmm. They made a post from their computer because they – um. They, they were like, I haven't charged my phone in like three or four weeks. And to be honest, I don't even th- think I know where my cell phone is. So he's like, it's been really nice not being tied to a phone. And uh, I don't know if I find my phone, if I'm even going to charge it up or not. And I was like, how are you living your life? <laughs> <laughs> like, what about your mom? First off. (laughs) Secondly, how are you functioning as a human without a cell phone? I mean, I know we did it. (laughs) I mean, I was thousands of years. I think I could function without my cell phone, but I'd have to get like a home phone again. Yeah. Maybe that's how he's functioning as a human. He's got a home phone. What do you really need the cell phone for? I mean, right. I guess I've just transferred my whole life from like a computer and a home phone, a computer and a home phone Mm -hmm. to my cell phone. I guess I could go back if I needed to. I mean, if we had to, yeah, if we had to, I I could do it. Uh huh. There are plenty of days where I want to just chuck my phone across the room and not look at it ever again. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I sometimes really hate being that accessible. And the, yeah. the the downfall of it is that everybody knows that you are. So then it's just like, why aren't you answering Right. Me? And then, and then yeah. I get very angry. <laughs> yeah. I do try to really remember that um, stuff doesn't have to be answered right away. Um, and be good about that. Sometimes I'm not. That's just the AC. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not, but I try to be good about it. But I just, I couldn't believe it. I was so that is incredible. I mean, that away. is incredible, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would want to, mm-hmm. but could I? Sure. Everybody would just have to contact me between the hours of 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. while I'm in the office. But <laughs> we need to work on that. I need to get you out of the office earlier. I'm working on it. Okay. But good girl. Um. Yeah, it was. No, that's crazy. That's real crazy. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what. It's, oh. Um, we went to Wicked. Between last episode and this episode. Uh huh. It was amazing. Super amazing. Actually, I was number one shocked that Katie and I left the office on time for that. <laughs> and then, um, but it was so fun. It was so good. The picture you guys took was so adorable. Oh, me and Katie in front of the uh, thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So was it worth every penny? Did she come down in a bubble? <laughs> <laughs> um, she does come down in a bubble. No. The, so we're walking from the car to like the the music hall uh-huh. at Fair Park. Uh-huh. And Katie and I were saying it like all day to each other. And so we're walking and we just said it. And I was like, um, I was like, oh, she can't, she wears a crown and she came down in a bubble. <laughs> and this lady next to me was like, oh, spoilers. And I was like, <laughs> excuse me. First of all, that's in the movie. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> what? What? What rock have you been living under? Right. I was like, and she's like, I'm just kidding. I've seen it before. And I was like, I know. <laughs> don't talk to me. I was like, are you kidding? Oh, man. Are you kidding me? But um, I almost made my Instagram post that. Awesome. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to change it. And then Katie did it for Katie hers. did it, yeah. But yes, she does come down in a bubble. She is wearing a crown. <laughs> um, Cute. But, so, I, but I had to tell Katie that they're not sisters. <laughs> and she was like, what? I'm like, they're not. They're not sisters. So don't don't get confused. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're not. Um, no, but it was so it was so good. And this like the cast that did it, they were really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. And then I had the soundtrack stuck in my head for like three days. I was cracking up because my aunt Tracy sent me a message on Instagram and was like, um, can you save some of the fun stuff for when we're there? <laughs> no, absolutely and I was like, not. Oh, I feel bad that I've like, I fooled all of you into thinking that this is like what I do all the time. It's, I was like, we've really amped it up for, for Bubba being here. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Um, did you guys get to cross off most of his list? We did last Saturday. We went to, um, the art the last few things on his list were to go to some of the art museums so we went to the kimball and the modern oh cool and then um we i took him to inspiration alley oh but i didn't realize that something was happening at docks and so i was like uh we gotta go oh it was that denver williams show i think it was before that oh okay yeah so hmm they've astroturfed the alley yeah, I noticed that. I, I didn't don't know, know how, how I felt about yeah. it. Yeah, I was like, mm, mm. and then I forgot that that little like pop up was over there that I wanted to go to, but it was already closed for the day. Oh man. Um, 
And then we like accidentally walked into some kind of pop-up thrift shop. I'm not really sure what was going on with that situation, <laughs> but I was like, what in the actual hell? Like, <laughs> Just taking him to Inspiration Alley and then we're going to go get food. Um, actually, we were going to go get like cookies or something. Mm-hmm. And then we, um, all the cookie places were closed. It was very odd. That so is odd. we went to um, the custard place that's on Camp Bowie that's like super curlies i was like what's it called it's like really famous in fort worth anyways we went there they serve nathan's hot dogs there awesome yep we didn't get any we just got frozen custard but but good thing to know delicious frozen custard oh that's awesome i've been there one time on a date but i had actually forgotten about that until we were in the line and then i remembered it i think a frozen custard like root beer float would be real good Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm, sounds good mm -hmm. um so, you know, I've told you that I'm a real nosy neighbor. Yeah. And I've gotten curtains, so I'm even more of a nosy neighbor. <laughs> well, um, between last episode and this episode, the contractors for AT&T have come around and they're doing some work. They're, I think, um, installing fiber in my neighborhood. I'm finally living in the now. <laughs> um, and I have this cute little old couple. We've talked about them before on the show that live down at the corner end of my street just a couple houses down from me and I just love them they're adorable well the contractors came by and they put these like bright orange tags on our front door that said that they were going to start this work like the following Monday mm-hmm. and I was driving by my neighbor's house and I noticed that the little orange tag was still on his front door And I was like, well, that's a little worrisome that it's been on the front door for a few days. And then I noticed that their front curtains were open in a weird kind of manner. And that this little light that was like under their cupboards was on. And so uh, another day goes by. Curtains are still open the same way. The light is on. And I'm like really actually starting to get very worried because I've not seen my neighbors. It has been scorching hot here in Texas. Their lawn is getting a little long, which is very out of character for them. It I'm 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 actually worried. So I finally go down the street and I just knock on the door. And as I'm walking up to the house, I notice that the little orange uh, door hanger has fallen to the ground. And I'm like knocking on the door and their dogs are barking. And I was like, oh, God. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not hearing anything other than the dogs barking. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And so I like knock again. And I'm like really starting to get worried. I'm about to yell, hello. And I (laughs) he unlocks the door steps outside onto the porch and we talk and I was like, I was just getting a little nervous. Your curtains are open. You're, you know, like, oh my gosh, you started listing off your possible crime scene yeah. situation. Yeah. I was like, don't scare me like this again. I was like, you haven't been outside. Your lawn is too long. I was like the whole thing. And he's like, I'm so thankful that you're keeping an eye out for mm-hmm. us, but, uh, it's just been too hot. We haven't been able to do anything. They're in their seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and he said that his wife's not doing very well right now, so he's been inside, you know, just really trying to take care of her. And I got and knocked on their door a little while ago, but it was for a whole different situation. I wanted to ask some question about something. I can't remember what it was, but uh, he's like, "My wife told me that you came and knocked on the door the other day." He's like, "But I was napping," <laughs> and I I was like, 
she was all that cute little girl that lives down the street came and knocked on our door and he's like why didn't you answer it she's like i didn't know what to say to her and i was like oh it's so sweet and so cute and it's, it was no worry it was no big deal that i don't even remember what it, I, I knew i came down here to ask you a question but who even knows what it was so anyway that was my little drama in my neighborhood. I was very, I was really, I was really worried about them. So this morning, um, I was left my house to go to Target and my neighbor was out there doing up his lawn <laughs> and he was like, he's got these logs that he uses, um, to drive his truck up into his backyard. And he's like carrying that log from front to back. And I was like, healthy as a horse. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> We're waving at each other. So, Oh, my boy. neighbor's all right, you guys. <laughs> oh, boy. So, anyway. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, last weekend, we went to this Jurassic Park um, thing that was happening mm-hmm. in the colony. Well, it's called Grandscape or something like that, that area. It's right by the shields or shells and um, shields. I'm going to discuss that in just a moment. And um, the Andretti race car place. Neat. Go-kart place that okay. we went for Christmas. Oh, I love that place. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, anyways, so it was like this pop-up situation that happened and um, we... It was, it was, um, one of the things was like as close to, to real life dinosaurs as you're ever going to get. And I was like, oh, I just, that wasn't ever on my bucket list being by dinosaurs. <laughs> I was like, was it chickens? <laughs> no, I mean, it was really, it was very cool. It was awesome. very, very cool. And um, we did it for Cheers' birthday. So, um, it was fun. And, but the T-Rex comes out at the end and it, it just gets a little too close. <laughs> Oh, no. A little too real for a second. Uh huh. And there were multiple times where I just was like, I'm already scared. Oh. Like, I don't want to be by this fake thing. That right. Is very real seeming. Mm-hmm. So, but, and then um, we went to the Baked Bear after, which is one of my favorite places to get. Um, it's better than Sweet Sammy's. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. It's in California. Mm-hmm. And there's one in Pacific Beach, and then they put one in. Um, Frisco or mm-hmm. the colony or wherever it is. Anyways, mm-hmm. so they put one there. So we went to the Big Bear afterwards, and then we were um, then we went into Shields, and then we went and ate at the PF Chang's. That's right there. Oh, awesome! So <laughs> Shields is a wild ride, though, huh? I went to Shields. Yeah, let's talk about it. I went there yesterday. Oh, yeah. I I had the opportunity to go up to Frisco uh, for a Dallas Cowboys rhythm and blues dance squad thing which was really pretty neat those dancers are um, amazing amazing athletes in and of themselves but afterwards went to shields because i i needed to see it you talked about it at christmas and i was like i've got to see this place and it was amazing uh amazing it's wild in there it's wild the way that the store is set up though is perfect Mm -hmm. it's fantastic they did a obviously it's a huge corporation they did a really good job i saw people on the ferris wheel this time at christmas they weren't letting anybody on the ferris wheel yeah i saw there was actually a long line for the ferris wheel when i went and um it was just it was amazing and i've been eyeballing these boots on instagram and um what's it called 
uh, YouTube. How are you, you watch YouTube about boots? Well, no. I watched this girl on YouTube. It's a, the whole thing about people being like YouTube famous and like this is how they make their money and their content creators uh-huh. blows my mind. At the same time, I'm completely fascinated. There's two that I watch very regularly. One girl, her name is, oh my gosh, I'm uh, Madeline. Ma- oh, I thought you were going to talk about the makeup and murder girl. Oh, I do love her, Bailey Sarian. Um, uh, but Bailey Sarian does the makeup and murder like it's a it's a thing, and she's doing her makeup and blah blah blah. But the the Madeline, she just does like vegan cooking, and uh-huh. then she lives in like Cornwall or something, England. And so I'm fascinated by. Like they've bought this cottage and they're remodeling it. And like I watched all the time. The other person that I watch all the time, her name's Hannah. She lives here in the United States. And she, I found her doing like van life stuff. Oh. And she bought a cottage and 10 acres in the, the Midwest somewhere. I think it's Michigan or Minnesota or something. Of course, for her own safety, she doesn't say where she's at. But um, she wears these kinds of boots. And I've just been fascinated by them. Anyways, they're very expensive boots. Very expensive. So I'm in Shields and I see them and I'm like, I need these boots. And then I was like, I don't need these boots. And the girl, of course, she's a sales rep. And she's like, I've had this pair for eight years. They're going to last you forever. They're great. She's like, the break-in time is not bad. I'm actually wearing them right now because I'm trying to break them in. Um, And... uh, and she goes, and if you get a Shields credit card, there you get this, you get like seventy dollars off. And I was like, oh, that's like half the cost of the boots. I was like, that's great. Okay, let me let me like, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe. And I was like, and if I don't get approved for the credit card, I won't get the boots. Anyway, I go through the store and I keep finding all of this stuff, and I'm just like, oh. My gosh, I could spend the family fortune in here. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh man, it's great. <laughs> like the I I I could see why you loved it so much and you could really I mean and like everything was very reasonably priced for what it was. And like it was really like lots of good quality. Like these are handmade boots in Tasmania. <laughs> yes, they look so cute what are they meant to be for like They're, hiking or yeah, just like yeah. looks no for hiking yeah oh. and for like working around the house and stuff so oh. yeah that's what they're for they're supposed mm-hmm. to be real sturdy and really good they ankle support sturdy. yeah real good ankle support and stuff so i love them <laughs> and they're like waterproof and i don't know anyways um so i went and i applied for the credit card and like it is, it's like a, it's a standard visa, but it's like through Shields. Like, but you, it's not just a store card. Like it's a visa that you could use wherever. And like, I know this could sound real. Uh, the credit rate is like the APR is really good and there's no yearly fee for it and stuff. And oh, nice. I was, yeah, I was like, this is actually a really good deal. And I was like pretty stoked about it. So, um. You know, I'm, you know me, I'm trying to build up my credit. I'm trying to improve all of this stuff. So I went ahead and got it, got the boots. I'll pay them off first cycle or whatever. But, um, Shields was really cool. I want to go back. Yeah. It's fun in there. We Mm -hmm. were in there for a long time. We, um, the boys wanted to look at guns 
Dude, and their then, guns are nuts. I, I didn't go. I don't like. I don't even want to look at them. It's a yeah. lovely room of death they have over there. Yeah, like, it was really. I was, and it was packed. I was like, I don't want to be in the here. Fir- There's too well, many yeah, people. The first time I was there, there was like a line to get into the gun area. Mm-hmm. I guess because at that point in in the world there weren't any bullets left or something oh there wasn't yeah. any ammo so yeah 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 where you could get it there were like gigantic lines to get it mm-hmm. anyways and they don't have any limit i saw a sign on their stuff that says like there's no limit to the ammo that you can buy so i'm sure people were just oh, going yeah. in and so clearing we the went everywhere else but like this last time we were in there we were um like Kitty got Teddy some toys. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I was then... in the I was in the dog section for quite a while. Yeah, like while the boys were over at the guns, we were at the dog section. Then we went to the candy store. Then we uh-huh. were in like the home goods section. Oh, the home goods goods section was so cute. I had to stay away from the sporting area because like I wanted to buy all the stuff last time I was there, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't need I don't need all of this. <laughs> no. Actually, the one other time I was there with my dad and Ayla, mm-hmm. I spent all that money on shoes. So I was like. Like, let me not even venture over there because I'm going to come back with these shell top Adidas that I keep telling myself I don't need, <laughs> but I'm going to buy them. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, I like it. And they have yeah. a little and the something to- for everybody. The in toys, there. like there's a whole Lego section. Oh, yeah. We walked through there. Yeah. Kitty bought a Lego set, too. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was so cool. And like the fishing section, camping. But the dog part, I was like, there's a. There's a little first aid kit for your dog for when they go camping with you. And it's got like a, it's, it's got a little pet first aid, like on the trail first aid book. And I was like, I need this. It was $110. I was like, I don't need this, but I really want it. But (laughs) it's just like, this is so cool. And then they had like a little teeny tiny pack for like $30. And I was like, this is nothing compared to all this. Yeah. But. I anyway. almost bought a new Yeti cup while I was there. Actually, oh, what I yeah. w- almost got was the Brewmate. <gasps> yeah, the Brewmates were awesome. I was eyeballing yeah. those things too. They those always, are cool. They always come up on my um, Instagram ads, uh-huh. especially when they launched the Mermaid Collection. Then I was it was just like, about to talk about that. Oh, this is for you, and I was like, that is for me. <laughs> and so I almost bought it when we were there, and then I was like, well, no, probably not this time. Yeah. It's a trek out there though so it I don't is know the next time i'm gonna no but like and in their camping section they had like a a cold brew thing that you could do for no, coffee in the morning there. um and they had like these great hammocks and chairs and i was looking at the paddle boards and i was like this paddle board is gigantic who's who, how do you transport this thing like <laughs> where do you and like there's a backpack with it and i was like are you telling me I'm supposed to put this on my back? Like, how does it go? Does it go this way? And I'm just like, mom, you've walked with a surfboard. Yeah. But I mean, the paddle boards are huge. Yeah, I know. But yeah, no, I mean, a surfboard. I, yeah. Under your arm. I get it. <laughs> but like the, the, It was just the size of the paddle board. And you know, like people do like yoga and stuff on them. So I'm like, who, how would I have the core strength and the stability to be able to do like yoga on a paddleboard i don't think i would i didn't no anyways kayaks it was the whole the store was really really neat and the statues that they've got out front you could take your dog and oh, i was like yeah. this thing is great it's awesome <laughs> take your dog it's pet friendly yeah no the amount of people in there with their dogs i was like well, i wish i would have known i would have brought buddy but not he couldn't have gone to the cowboys thing but anyway yeah no that yeah. that store is pretty cool yeah i like it I'm yeah a big fan yeah I'm I'm a I'm a super big fan. Um, 
I think that's it for my stuff. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> no, we've got something else on there, but I can talk about a, a couple of different things. Um, I took Buddy to the Clear Fork Farmers Market because I wanted to get olive oil. Our friends are back, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> they're back from Sicily. Back from Sicily. So, and uh, the olive oil is freshly pressed, so it's real super peppery. It's so good. I have become obsessed. I guess I should have talked about this in my obsessions with popcorn. Like I get the, the pop smart or whatever, um, sea salt popcorn. Mm -hmm. And then I put some olive oil on it and it's like the best snack in the whole world. It's so delicious. (laughs) Um, so I took Buddy and we went for a walk. We went, walked along the the Trinity that um, we took the trail right there. And that was really fun. We had a good time. He was really good about the other dogs and the people and stuff. And oh, then, that's good. Yeah. And then we walked around the market and I got um, some different things from the vendors. Um, scored that olive oil, which I was very stoked about. Um, and he was so good. He was mm, so good. good. And he was like friendly to everybody. And... One time a little dog came up and I wasn't too sure, but he was okay. And then when we were in line for uh, uh, the beignet bus, mm-hmm. <laughs> this little girl was behind us and her mom. It was the end that, that like their dog and uh, an older sibling or whatever. And they, the dad and the older sibling took the dog and they went for a walk while we were in line for the beignet bus. And um, Buddy was so good with this little girl. It was so much fun to see him be so good with his little girl. And she just kept, I should have taken pictures and I just didn't. Um, but she kept hugging him and he would, <laughs> you know, put his paw like on her shoulder cause she's so teeny tiny. And I was like, I'm worried he's going like, to knock her over. But, um, and then we get up to the bus and the sweet gentleman who owns the bus hands the little girl, uh, piece of a beignet that's not been like, powdered sugar or anything he's like here you can give this to your dog to to the dog and I was like he's got a really touchy tummy I was like I'm sorry (laughs) I don't know how he'll do with fried foods I just don't want to risk it so she so then he was close yeah he was like oh you can give it to another dog then (laughs) any dog just pick a dog give him the and I was like oh maybe the dogs have touchy tummies yeah but I sure did get that yummy coffee Mm. and then I headed on home with my dog, my goods, and my coffee. And it was fun. It was really good. And then the other super fun thing that has developed over the last couple weeks is that Maya's back. Yay! So she's my friend from Milwaukee. Oh, the film girl. Yes. So last time she was here, she was working on 12 Mighty Orphans. Now she's here working on 1883. And last time she was working with principals. This time she's working with background extras. And so... A lot of people who are being background extras, like she was a little nervous because we went out for dinner and stuff last night. She was and she was telling us stories from the set, and <laughs> she was like, "I hope none of the people are here." <laughs> so, but um, it so she's here for th- three weeks at least. Um, so this last weekend, and then she works all week long, and the way that they work on a movie set and I don't know if this is all sets but last time and this time it's the same Monday you start early in the morning and you finish early evening and then as the week goes 
the set times get progressively later and later and later until Friday she works like 3 p.m. or 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Oh. And they do all the night scenes as they get later in the week hmm. and day scenes. So it's, I knew that films weren't filmed in order. Yeah. But I didn't know that it was that haphazard. And it's not haphazard at all. But I, I thought that was so interesting to learn about how they film. So anyways, I got to go to dinner with her last night. Next weekend, I get to do something with her again on Saturday. We're going to go see the Me Thinks at Lola's. Um, and then... The next weekend, if she if she doesn't get extended to stay because they're filming for four months, um, uh, it she's gonna go home like the next weekend. So mm. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hang out with her while I can. And we we had such a good time. It was like we picked up right where we left off. That's good. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. We went to the chat room last night when I got to see my friend Little Miss Sally Berthasel, and uh, um. I took off and Maya was having the time of her life. And I was like, all right, I got to go. <laughs> I'm like, I got to get up early in the morning. <laughs> so uh, it was real, a lot of fun. It was a good time. So that's that, good. Yeah, that's been about it. Well, I went to a game night with my friends the other night. Mm -hmm. And have you played Nerds? Yes, I have. I, well, my cousin, like I have one set of cousins who always wants to play it. And I'm always like, no, I'm not, I'm not playing whatever that is. I'm not playing it. It's, it's a. Well, then we played it mm -hmm. on Friday night. And how much fun did you have? A lot of fun. But the thing is that I was stressed. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, everybody was standing up. And I was like, why are you guys standing up? Like, we're sitting at a table. And then they, oh, like, no. No, they stood up because uh -huh. there was, it was not to be messed with. Nope. <laughs> it is fast paced. And I was like, what? So they had to explain the rules to me, even though I think I have played maybe one time. You maybe have, your twice. big blue grandma was a big fan. Okay. I was literally months old when she was alive. So I don't think I played with her. No, but the, <laughs> the whole family played all the time. Well, I just, well, then it's Uncle William's kids that always want to play. Oh, okay. And that so makes I'm sense like, then. I don't. So anyways, I was like this game that my little tiny cousins want to play can't be that fun. And then I was like. Oh, oh, this is serious. Mm -hmm. Like, and oh, I was like moving all the cards around and the girl next to me was like, what? Stop, move, stop moving so fast. What are you doing? <laughs> like I'm playing and this I, game. I was like, I don't know. I just like, I'm in the zone. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. like, don't be worried about what I'm doing. Focus on what you're doing. Like, uh -huh. you're, but you do have to worry about what they're doing because like, you do. Yeah. I was like, ah, <laughs> but the, this other um, person that was there, he had never played either. And I guess when they were explaining the rules, he didn't understand or he never played solitaire at least mm -hmm. because the girl teaching was like, so you've played solitaire before, right? And I was like, yes. And so he thought the four cards in front of him, he had to match the suits and go down. Oh, no. Not every uh, like. Right, black, red, red, red black. black. Mm -hmm. So this poor dude is trying to like he's like can't figure out how we're all like moving so fast, so fast, and doing all these things mm -hmm. because he has no idea that like he's trying to just get them all to match going down. Oh no! And I think it took him like three rounds before he finally said something. Oh, sweet boy! And I was like, oh no. <laughs> well, no, there was one. No, the first round he said it. The it, what took him three rounds to say is that he didn't realize we were moving them from the piles in front of us out. Out to the middle. To the middle. Mm -hmm. And so 
poor guy. Poor sweet baby. Just didn't get it. Uh-huh. I was winning for a long time and then I got smoked at the very end. Oh, Actually, what man. happened was I was winning and then I was like, it's okay. We can move the score up to like 150 to be the person who wins. And then. No. Oh, then you got smoked. Then I was tied with one of the guys and then he finally won one of the rounds before me. Dang and I was it. like, can we play again? <laughs> double or nothing yeah because i'm gonna need to win. i'm gonna need to win now <laughs> anyways but i was like i don't know why i keep agreeing to go to do things with you guys that end up being like these competitive things because <laughs> it's not pretty yeah it's not i just yeah i have this image that you guys have of me of being like this like cool nice yeah. individual yeah i'm so calm all the time yeah no and then you witness me do things like this and i'm not calm <laughs> I'm not calm. I'm not cool. <laughs> I'm a bit frazzled, actually. <laughs> and then um, my sweet friend Cameron was like, let's play Jenga. And I was like, Jenga? Okay. I couldn't tell you the last time I played like regular size Jenga. Oh, like yeah. on the tabletop Jenga. Oh, yeah. I was shaking so bad. <laughs> what is this tiny little thing yeah (laughs) you have to be all careful yeah i was like and then they were like oh ivy why'd you commit to that one and i was like because like it's gonna come out like i promise and they're like no and the thing was that if you toppled the tower you had to tell a secret oh no and so i was like it's gonna be fine like just leave me alone yeah and I did get it out and it was fine, except we were playing on a lazy Susan. So on top of that, you had to successfully move it to the person next to you. So you oh, no. How d- that, no. That's where it toppled? That's where it toppled. Oh, like, man. If we weren't doing that, that would have been fine. Yeah, we would have been all good. Anyways, it was wild. At first, <laughs> I can't remember when the, I went to like an actual like physical game night. Or yeah. my friends wanted to physically play board games and things, card games and stuff. Like yeah. fun yeah i am i i went i took uh your uncle jake when i was in utah Uh, i took him to a a game store um because i wanted to get him something for his birthday that was like right when i went Mm -hmm. and um i got a card game to bring home to like play with you guys um and then i was like i don't know when that'll ever happen but um I was thinking about, like, I've got a lot of friends who do card game nights or, like, physical, like, board games. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Allison sent me one for my birthday that I really want to play, but I got to get all my siblings together. What is it? You are, um, it's like a lyrics rhyming game. Oh, cool. Yeah. It looks fun. Awesome. I almost took it over to Cameron's house, but I was like, I don't really know who all is going to be there. And mm-hmm. that makes a difference. The other, like, he was like... Oh, bring a game if you have one. And I was like, well, the only games I have are like um, Dirty Minds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was like, or I have this this new game or I have um, I have this one that got us in trouble with my grandpa because you're supposed to. But you're supposed to um, it's got all the letters of the alphabet around it. And you're supposed to just like calmly name something that matches the topic that starts with that letter. And like the next person goes. Okay. And then if you're the last person before the timer goes off and you have like a letter still up, then you lose that round. Um, But we decided that was not how we were going to play it. So if you could just think of something and go, then you did it. And my grandpa like lifted the whole thing off the table and was like, if you guys aren't going to play this right, then you can't play (laughs) at all. 
<laughs> my grandma was like just let them play at least they're like all hanging out together yeah but he did take it away from us so i had to buy it for myself and then i think we've played it like twice since then but it is a fun game that's awesome if you can think of things that match a topic and start with certain letters fast enough <laughs> yeah you gotta be quick yeah um funny oh and then like the last time i played like real games we played the box jack box games on the xbox and oh, i was like yeah these, this group that I was hanging out with doesn't seem really like a Jackbox um, group, but I could agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's so fun though. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget playing categories with your grandpa. Oh boy. <laughs> and it's, it's a letter game and you've got all the categories and you have to list something out, you know, for, for the letter. And I was always really proud of myself because I would think outside the box and he would fight me and like we I was like no this this works and here's why and um then I was banned from ever playing categories again <laughs> well I can't remember if it was this last year or the year before we played balderdash which yeah I was never allowed to play as a, a young child but I guess I'm allowed to now um <laughs> so we're playing balderdash and dad was like okay like the point of this game is you need to come up with a lie which for the record, a lot of what we do on the Jackbox game is is coming up with a lie. Yeah. Like one of the answers up there is right, but you're trying to trick your your people your people you're playing with. Right. Anyways, so we played Balderdash and <laughs> I don't know why it was working for grandpa to make things up on the Xbox, but to do it like physically in the game was not <laughs> was not. <laughs> and so, you know, we'd all make up these things and then and then you have to try to guess which one is the right one, right? Uh-huh. Well, Grandpa kept getting mad because no one was voting for his, and except for him. <laughs> <laughs> and Dad was like, no, you need to vote for the one that you think is right, and you know yours is not right. And he was like, but mine could be right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it couldn't be. <laughs> and he was getting so worked up about it, and I was like... <laughs> Grandpa, like, you know you made that one up. <laughs> he was committed. I mean, I guess so. And he's like, this is a dumb game. And I was like, I don't understand why you're, like, picking the one that you know is wrong. That is so funny. So we saved um, all the Jackbox games for after they left the house at Christmas <laughs> this time because couldn't be trusted that but is awesome i was like what what the heck man you know that that one's the one you're making up <laughs> and then he just was like but it could be right and i was like well all of ours could be right right yeah yeah oh man so it was pretty it was pretty funny that's awesome i love it anyway is it time <laughs> for thanks for the memories it is time for thanks for the memories excellent so i was on Instagram or something the other day, Twitter, and I saw this post that was like, your ex texts you that they are dating somebody better than you. And like, like, uh, like, how do you feel? Like respond in four words or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, you know, and all of these responses like were real super snarky. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there and I was thinking about it and I was like, well, of course, my ex is dating somebody better than me for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I wasn't the right person for them. 
you know, I went like, and especially like I thought about your dad and Ayla. She's such a better fit for him. Is it because you saw my dad comment on it? No. <laughs> no, did he comment on that? Yeah, he did. Oh, that's so funny. What did he say? <laughs> did he say there's nobody better than me? He said no possible way. I knew it. <laughs> uh, I died. I don't think he knows that I can see when he comments on things like uh-huh. that. And they're usually like, they're usually actually like really cute. Like, yeah, my brother's my best friend kind yeah. of things. Yeah. But I about peed myself when I saw that. And so I so like, and I said basically the same thing that I knew. I know him. He, yeah. <laughs> well, and then I was like, oh, God, who sent it to you and showed you that? That's what he said. Oh, how funny. It, did, it was funny. Yeah. No, no, I did not see that. But I probably would Sorry, have. Sorry, gig- Dad, I ratted you out. It's OK. I probably would have giggled at that, too. But I was like, I was thinking, of course, of course you are. Um, but like all like there were some people that were like real angry about it. And I was like, I guess. Yeah, I could see people being in that situation. I think that it just would be it's just a weird thing to text somebody. Right. That's right. The, that was the weirdness of the prompt. Like, yeah. I mean, how you respond to it is one thing, but like it just would be weird. And why would you feel inclined to say that to the person that you had been with? Exactly. Like, why would you ever even reach out to somebody and be like, yeah. just so you know, I'm dating somebody yeah. way better than you. That's that was the weird part of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I read some of the responses and they were kind of funny to me because, of course, like I would be snarky, too, if I got a text like that from one of my exes. I'd yeah. Be like, what the f- why are you saying anything to me about this? Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I literally don't care. Would probably be my response. But like, what? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, but I I just thought it was it was a little uh, interesting. But no, I hadn't seen that from your dad, but I'm glad I knew his response. (laughs) That makes me feel good. (laughs) I was like, oh, shoot. (laughs) I know where this is going. Awkward. (laughs) I like screenshot and sent it to my siblings. (laughs) The funniest shit I've ever read. (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, Uh, That's good. But um. Anyways, yeah, that it would just be a weird thing to get from your ex to have that text come through. Yeah. And then I was thinking about how like that Gautier song was Gautier, whatever his name was, that that song that was like, you're just somebody that I used to know. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's so weird, you know, because like this person was was such a huge part of your life. You know, if you've had a long extended relationship and 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 they do become just somebody that you used to know yeah you know and it's it's a bummer yeah you know but i mean that's part of life like you just drift away from certain people yeah i mean that is absolutely true and that's probably the way that it should be yeah you know for sure um but yeah i it was got all in my head about the whole thing Oh boy! Uh, yeah. Deep diving off of a Facebook post. Oh yeah, yeah, or yeah, wherever it was. Well, I saw something in the wild that I had never seen before, and I, <laughs> I was like, so it was incredible to me. So <laughs> I saw it in the wild. <laughs> I was hanging out with my friend, and she was like, "Hey, we need to go stop at this thing and drop off a cake." And I was like, "Okay." So we go. We run into other people that I know. And so, um, while we're there, we're talking and this girl is, um, I was talking to one of my guy friends 
and um this girl walks up to him and they have this very um this very weird interaction and i was like well that's weird because i thought that they were friends and like she was very very angry with him like i could tell she was very angry with him were you, were you standing there were you hearing what they oh, were yeah, saying no to i was each standing other? right there like okay. i was talking to him and then she walked up okay and had this very odd thing okay. happen between the two of them okay. and then she walked away and i was like that was so weird and he was like well she um just told me the other night that she like is into me and i had to tell her that i'm not into her oh man and i was like okay and but then good on him for right. being able to say the words that needed to be said right and um so then <laughs> then this music is playing at this at this event right mm-hmm. and she walks over to the dj and she has him play um mr perfectly fine by taylor swift <laughs> and i was like so for those that don't know the song so the song is about how Taylor Swift is like heartbroken and she runs into somebody that the person who broke her heart mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm glad that you're okay. And I'm over here like hurting and you're just Mr. Perfectly fine over there. And so like, as soon as the song changed, I was like, <gasps> I was like, this girl just Taylor Swifted you. Like, <laughs> Like, I was so shocked about it that I just was like, I can't. Did he realize what happened? No, boys don't know Taylor Swift <laughs> songs like that. It was just, <laughs> and I don't even know that he saw her go, like, go over and say something. And say something. You but did. I was so sh- shocked by the whole situation that <laughs> I was like, she Taylor Swift did you. <laughs> the, the gumption to be like, let me go have the whole place know how I'm feeling about something. Wow. I I guess probably you wouldn't know that it was her, but I just was like, yeah, it would have been real funny if the DJ would have been all this song goes out to like a roller skating thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I told her that she should have picked. I forgot that you existed. I was like, there were so many better Taylor Swift songs that you could have used for revenge instead of. Well, no, her feelings were. I mean, she was not in revenge she, mode yet. She was, she was in my she, feelings are hurt. Yeah, mode. she yeah. was like, let me tell you how I'm feeling about this right yeah, now. Listen, if there is um, anything that Taylor Swift has given us, it is a song for every emotion you have. Oh, <laughs> so, for real. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I just have to get her to. I forgot that you existed. Yeah. You just have to work your way up to that. Yeah, You can, you can help her through. <laughs> Um, I don't know that we're friends like that, but (laughs) (laughs) I just was like, what What did I just witness? (laughs) Your friends group drama is the best. Is the best. I couldn't believe it. And I was like, I like the whole thing, the the fact that she had the balls to say it to him and then he knew that he needed to, to set it straight and that then she was like, Well, this is how I'm feeling about it in front of everybody. Like yeah wow wow and everyone like yeah that that is amazing i was like this is the craziest thing i've ever witnessed yeah but it was wild yeah but i i am i am really proud of him because like lots of times guys would would just be like oh and then just like ghost you or Mm -hmm. string you along for a little while or whatever so for him to be able to have the emotional awareness to be like sorry dude not into you yeah it just, I was like, oh my gosh. Wow. I'm going to start Taylor Swifting people. Let me yeah. tell you how I feel about this situation right now. <laughs> Cue the song. 
<sighs> no, that's funny. It was, I was just like, oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, the drama, my friend group, it just keeps going. <laughs> um, anyways, I have been, uh, I've been dabbling in the dating apps lately. Yeah. I was going to ask you how your dating life is going. It's well, you know, not very well, <laughs> but only because I haven't really invested any time in it. Gotcha. Um, but I, I matched with this. Well, yeah, I matched with this guy and I, he, well, you know, my, my parallel parking prompt on hinge garners several reactions oh, on yeah. people. It's mm-hmm. either somebody who's trying to tell me that they'll teach me how to parallel park. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's like, Oh, um, well, do you have a rear facing camera or somebody who's like, <laughs> cause that will solve the entire problem. Right. And then the other people who are like, are you being serious about this? And I'm like, I don't know what part of that seems like I'm joking. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Anyway. So he was like, um, this guy was like, well, it just seems like I'm going to be the one doing all the driving. And I was like, that is the correct answer. Mm-hmm. My friend, that is the correct answer. Anyways. So I, I responded to him. And we've been like chit-chatting a little bit. We'll uh-huh. see where it goes. Oh, cool. But I was okay. like, for once, I get the correct response to this. But let me tell you, the other day, I thought I was getting hit with some kind of line. Because, you know, everybody's always like, oh, your parents will love me. Your mom's going to love me. Your grandma will love me. <laughs> I received a DM, a message that popped up that was like, I know this is going to seem weird, but we're not going to out this man. So don't we won't. say his name. We won't. Yeah. He's like, but screenshot my profile and send it to your mom and see what she says. And I was like, the fuck? I was like, why would I do that? And then I was like, okay, that kind of is, it is kind of funny though. So let me see what my mom says. So I screenshot it and I send it to you. And Uh you knew this person. I did. And I was like, well, that's not the outcome I thought was going to (laughs) happen. So I had to respond and I was like, I really thought that that was like a, a line that was being used on me. Uh-huh. And so anyways, it just, uh, I, I didn't expect that. You're not on my profile anywhere. Like it's nowhere that anybody would have been like, yeah. Oh, you must be Susie's daughter. Like, right. Nowhere. And yeah. so then I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time being Fort Worth famous infiltrated my <laughs> infiltrated my my dating apps yeah (laughs) and i was like whoa (laughs) do you listen to the podcast because i'm real fucked up in the head (laughs) (laughs) you shouldn't be messaging me yeah and he, he he's 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 a good dude he's he's actually one that that's solid uh he's a good dude yeah yeah Anyways, but I that's just, pretty funny. I thought I was getting hit with some like, oh yeah, your parents will love me situation. Right. Not no. that I was going to like somebody actually knew you. <laughs> and I like went and checked and was like, I no, she's not on my profile anywhere. So yeah. it's not like anybody's going to be like, oh, I saw the picture of you and your mom and was like, I know your mom. Like, yeah. No, I had actually run into him maybe a week or so before that. Um out at an event and we were talking about the podcast and all that kind of stuff. So it didn't, it did not shock me. Uh, uh, no, it shocked me. <laughs> I was like, oh shoot. It's also good to know he's on dating apps. Awkward. Anyways, I just, it was, I was like mind blown. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I was not, not, was not expecting that. Yeah. I was not expecting that response. But anyways, um, <laughs> 
Gotta love Hinge. The girl who was um who was who Taylor Swift did my friend, she asked me where I meet guys and I was like, Oh, you know, Hinge, Tinder, sometimes Tinder. Not mm-hmm. I don't really meet the guys on Tinder. They're fun to talk to when you're bored. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guys on Hinge are a little bit higher quality, so if that's what you're looking for, that's what I would go for. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, Oh, do you want me to help you um curate your profile? <laughs> Because I feel like we should probably talk about this <laughs> a little bit more. Anyways, um, so you you located some red flags versus deal breakers. Is that what and, I'm reading and, here? And promptly left them at home. I'm sorry. Oh, well, then I yeah. didn't prepare anything because I thought that you had that yeah, under control. Yeah, because I, I should have it under control. However, um, I did go to a website oh. um, that is nine red flags versus deal breakers. Oh, man, this first one is a doozy. But and I think it's one that we've actually talked about before. Um, Violence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we have talked about it before. And it is definitely um, a red flag and a deal breaker. Um, And it made me remember uh, Brian, you know, being violent with a video game. And he realized, hey, that's something I actually need to to stop doing because that might bleed over into something else. Yeah. And, um, I hope that people have the emotional intelligence to be able to, to do that. Um, Oh, financial instability. Ooh, that's a red flag for me. Yeah. Uh, and I had a, a girlfriend post the other day that she, like she actually, uh, sent me a message with some screenshots and the guy was like, I am, I don't have a whole lot of money. I work all the time, you know, so if you can deal with, um, and, and like I smoke a lot of weed or something like that. And he, and he was like, if you can deal with the fact that, that you, you're probably more successful than I am, you have more money than me and that I'm not going to be totally available for you all the time. Um, like I would really like to meet you and like, some of the other girls in the group were like, um, in the group text were like, well, get out, get out now. And one person was like, hey, you know what? He actually sounds like he's being really honest with you about the situation that he's in right now. And there could be any myriad of reasons why he's working a lot and doesn't have a lot of money. Um, and so, you know, maybe you could talk to him for a minute before you just completely roll him out. And I was yeah. like, oh. But financial instability, uh, that would be a red flag for me, for sure. Yeah. Like, if you're, like, going from job to job to job, especially, you know, in your 40s, why why are you still going from job to job to, to job? Yeah. Y- you should have some stability in your life by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next. Uh, controlling and possessive behavior. I don't understand why some people think that that's, like, a... Uh, something that shows you that they love you. I do. You do? I understand why people uh-huh. are into that. Like, I think that it's, like, I get why people are into it, but it is mm-hmm. like a, well, it depends on your the level of it. Like, if you're trying to control every aspect of my life, then we've got issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
But there are some times where I don't want to think about anything. So if you want to make all the decisions, go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, you're absolutely right about that. And and uh, even in like friendships, you know, if I've, I've got girlfriends that are like, hey, let's meet up for dinner. There's a lot of emotional labor in deciding where to go for that. So if you can take that off of me for a minute. I don't think it's emotional labor. I think it's just I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care where we go to dinner. Well, then it's labor. <laughs> if you don't want to do it it's labor but is it emotional labor well because you have like, to think about it and you have to think about like what does everybody like what do you guys both want to eat like you know i guess yeah it takes a minute i don't I'm, okay <laughs> agree to disagree uh okay uh this next one's drug drug use we've already talked about that uh what about somebody who's real super clingy um, I don't have time for that. <laughs> uh, okay, and some signs of a clingy partner are they always want to tag along wherever you go or you should always be there w- wherever he wants to go. They always send you messages and calls you and becomes anxious if you don't respond. You always have the need to reassure your love for him every single day. Yeah, that would be a little much. But, I mean, I don't know... <laughs> Those situations that that you presented there are they're they're I don't think they're like black and white situations. Like mm-hmm. well, like I can't most days I can't talk during the day at work. So right. if if I take lunch and if I message you, then that needs to be enough. <laughs> Mm-hmm. until I'm done with work right but if you're gonna blow up my phone asking me 20,000 times what I'm doing while I'm at work then I can't handle that or like I like we've talked about before where I've talked to guys where they like flip out and they're like okay well if you don't want to invest time in this then and mm-hmm. I'm like well, I'm, I'm working yeah <laughs> I yeah. a very demanding job I don't just sit on my ass all day mm-hmm. and respond to text messages like, right saving people's lives like leave me alone (laughs) um so um i mean but like checking in and saying i love you and stuff like that like that's i don't have a problem with doing that Mm -hmm. i mean i do have a problem with doing it but (laughs) if we get to the point where i'm saying it to you then i don't have a problem with it oh i see what you're saying but like um and i don't know i just don't need to go everywhere with you right I think there is a certain level of being like I want to do everything with you and that's fun but Mm -hmm. like there is a certain part where you're like okay I'm gonna go hang out with my friends or you go hang out with your friends and I don't need to be there like right go do whatever do I do I want to be invited sure but I don't want to go yeah 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 most of the time I don't want to be invited either (laughs) (laughs) but so I think like some of those things are a little bit gray area on there now if you're like being psychotic about it then we've got issues yeah or if i can't go unless you go no no that's not how that works yeah yeah this next one is really interesting um disconcerting social disconcerting social media behavior being a red flag so if your person that you're dating is using their social media the way you use yours, that's a red flag. Me? The way yeah. I use mine? How do I use mine? When you are sh- sh- stirring the pot and on purpose. 
Oh uh, no, but like in regards to your relationship. Oh yeah. No, it's a red flag for me if I see people doing that. Like if I see people who are like purposely stirring the pot, mm, mm, leave me alone. Don't talk to me. I don't want stirring the pot about like social situations or whatever. Yeah, not wanna, about like a relationship. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be involved in all of that. It's too much. Yeah, I um, I have learned recently that I just can't handle any more. Uh, I I had a like a panic attack the other day about just like misinformation and stuff on social media and like I just I I don't want to put myself or anybody else in a situation like that so I've I've started thinking twice about like there is some stuff that I really want to do and I'm like no it's just gonna cause anger or whatever but like for people who use their social media to fight with their significant other or you know they break up take that person off of all of their social media and like people do it like a lot of people do it like all the time like they get in a fight with their boyfriend and they unfollow them or they whatever oh yeah i mean that is a red flag for sure yeah it's it's a very um it's a like a very attention seeking behavior Mm -hmm. and like i don't know why you need to be validated by all these people on social media about your relationship yeah or lack thereof Mm -hmm. um I mean, it like reminds me of being in high school. Like, yeah, we used to do dumb stuff like that. Like, like you knew who was mad at who based off of everybody's MySpace top eight. Like, and uh, people knew. Like, people yeah. knew fast enough to be like, "Oh, did you see Ivy moved whoever down five spots or took them off completely or yeah. like whatever it was." Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, we knew that that's that's what you could do to get somebody to be like well why did you move me or like what happened Mm -hmm. or what's going on or whatever like that just I mean I think everybody's been using social media for that for a really long time it just is like we're not in high school anymore so yeah what are you doing now for my own personal enjoyment yes I'm on season three episode five of your drama keep it up but yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. but for your relationship that's some toxic behavior yeah for sure for sure okay and then there's one more let's see what it says Oh, it's one we've already talked about. Incompatibility and differences. Like if you're a swimmer and your boyfriend's afraid of the water or um, the the ones that, that do work are like you can't cook, but your partner's good at cooking. Things like that can be healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but the here's where it becomes... Uh, more complicated what if you love to look at the stars at night in the countryside but he wants to revel in the city lights every night what if you don't like his friends and he can't force you to hang out with them they might be little matters but if they disturb both of you it's better to call it quits and then of course time time or schedule differences religious differences sexual compatibility personality differences different outlooks on life you know yeah i mean i think there's a certain level of like um compromise yeah but then uh, there are some things that you don't want to compromise on then don't because otherwise you're gonna end up resenting that person so yeah yeah and you want you you want the other person to be happy in their life you know like this is it this is the one life they've got to live you know and and if you're trying to force a relationship with somebody that's an incompatible relationship for whatever reason it is you know 
do the right thing and walk away. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that. No, there. I mean, yeah, there's a certain level of being like, okay, well, I hate being outside, but if you want to go on the occasional hike, I might go with you. Not going to spend the night on a raft again. <laughs> hey, shout out. It's my one year anniversary of that madness. <laughs> Dang, we need to bring back that episode as like oh a. God. It was so great. It's one well, of the best episodes of the show we've the ever done. That was craziest nights of my entire life. <laughs> And when the Snapchat memories came up, I was like, oh, I've PTSD from this. It was like, so cliche. It was perfect. I mean, <laughs> I don't know that I would have called any of it cliche, but it was I a mean, wild ride you're, from start to finish. <laughs> on an island in flip flops <laughs> and a bikini. <laughs> That's the part that was cliche. It, was like, it was cute. It's just a mess, really. <laughs> I almost watched someone murder themselves. Like, oh my gosh. Somebody climbed down to your boat in the middle of the night. Just wild. <laughs> and I was like, man, where were where was all of that? Like, why wasn't I recording all of that? <laughs> That's what I should have been doing. Not like, oh, uh, we're going to die here tonight. <laughs> and And just keep going with it. Right. And just not ever saying at one point, like, can we please like, go back to my car? Please take me back to my car. We should hide behind the wall of chainsaws, obviously. I mean, clearly I'm going to make it far in a scary movie situation. No, but um, yeah, I just was like, oh. this is funny, funny times, funny times. But um, I mean, yeah, so clearly I'm willing to do some things. <laughs> But do I want to do that all the time? No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. No, do- and really, you want to, you know, you want to enjoy your life with your partner. So if if you guys don't enjoy doing the same things or if your schedules, like like that said, if they just don't match up or whatever. Yeah, because you don't want to be dating someone you never see. Right. That's not fun. No, not at all. Otherwise, I could date somebody who lives in like Alaska. I never <laughs> wanted to see them. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, my boyfriend lives in Alaska. It's fine. Yeah. He just is my emotional support boyfriend. Like, <laughs> I see him once a year. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That'd be, that would be really weird. I'm not cut out for long distance relationships. There, there are people that are, though. Not me. A weekend boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> Ah, so music minute Mm -hmm. over the past couple weeks. Um, I went to, um, this Panther city riots album release party. They're kind of poppy. Um, but this guy who's the front man, or he's actually, it's, he's a solo artist and he's got musicians that come in and help him. Um, he is, he has worked with major bands and has been, national touring acts and has been you know uh part of record companies and stuff so he did this album listening party for this album that's coming out later this month uh or like it should be right now because we're at the end of the month but um it was it was very interesting to see a listening party from a person who has had recording contracts and stuff and been on the national stage compared to um, somebody who is, um, a, a smaller band and like it was catered. There were swag bags wow. that was, it was really interesting. Um, and, uh, 
it was just a fascinating situation. And the songs, you know, and like listening through the whole album, you know, I was kind of bopping along by the end of it. And um, so I hope he does really well. And um, he seems like a very kind person who um, really loves Fort Worth and uh, wants to support the music scene here. And and uh, so Panther mm-hmm. City Riots, it was it was a good time. But at that album listening party, I met the guys from Trend Music. And they are a music promotion company. And they're uh, promoting a lot of acts in Fort Worth. And they put together a music festival that happened earlier this summer. Um, And they're really nice. And you follow them on social media and see what they're doing. They do a lot of stuff at Ampersand. And oh, I love Ampersand. Yeah. So when you see music stuff happening there, it's typically through trend. And they're 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 good kids. They're young. They're like twenty four and like twenty seven, but they are hustlers and they are working hard to make this a successful endeavor. So well, that's awesome. Good luck to them. And then the only other thing I've got for a music minute is uh September fourth. So this coming weekend is. A Me Think show at the Lola's Trailer Park. They're playing with mm-hmm. Carrie Wolf and someone else. Um, but it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. I just, I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. Oh, one other thing. Uh, the Tone Shop, which is a guitar shop, um, has opened up in Southlake, like Keller, Keller Southlake Line, like right there, right by that School of Rock that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Jay Tynes from the local gringos, uh, he's one of the owners of the shop and I had a chance to hop in there yesterday. It was their grand opening and uh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful space. So any guitar, anything that you need, also drums and all sorts of stuff. They've got neat, neat things. So Tone Shop Southlake, check them out. Cool. That's it. Do you have any music stuff that's been going on in your world? No, okay. I've literally been working for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks <laughs> yeah. and weeks. Yeah. So no, I haven't done anything. <laughs> yeah, but hey, your music list. Every time I come in here, I love it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You. I mean, I know it's different lists each week uh, that I'm here, but uh, yeah. my 30th birthday playlist has curated quite nicely. Awesome. That wasn't what I was listening to today, right? But it is a good little mix yeah. going on. That's fun. That's fun. And I'm going to try to follow your lead and maybe not watch so much TV, read a little bit more, listen to music on my soundbar through my phone a little bit more. Yeah, it's very relaxing. Yeah. You just like throw it on there and do whatever. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, that's about it. I think that's it. Okay. Okay. Love you. Mean it. Bye.